the GFBM podcast. I'm GF. I'm BM. Welcome. She's no longer a GF, if you're wondering. I am not, and that was a question that we got. I am a wife, but it's temporary. That could always change. <laughs> <laughs> Just Jokes. We decided to make this one I was a girlfriend, which was oh, like a year ago yeah. when we decided, and now I finally pull on the trigger. Welcome to two people with ADHD. Struggle with depression. Yeah. Tell me about you. <sighs> okay. Not me, I know about you, but. Yes, I understand. <laughs> so, I'm a mess. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be one of those episodes where I'm we're getting sweaty. I'm, these yeah. weak arms are heavy, but okay okay my name is shelby if you didn't already know i come from a very abusive background i grew up in a very traumatic home and i just really didn't feel loved growing up in any way it was very fear-based and i that's where a lot of my anxiety stemmed from don't want to dive too much into that right now but this is kind of an outlet for me to get real about the ways that i have healed and the ways that i'm still struggling to heal Um, I'm Mal. Um, I was raised in Utah. I, my mom got sick when I was a kid. I was 11. She got something called encephalitis and it attacked the memory portion of her brain. So she almost died and after she recovered, she was never the same. She felt my name was Ariel and she was coming out of the hospital. So um, didn't realize how much it affected my whole life until I got older and got into therapy. I got pregnant when I was 18. I was raised in a very, very religious household. And so I got married, because that's what you do if you get pregnant. And then got divorced a few years later. Yes. (laughs) Um, And I'll dive into more of all of that in later episodes. But here we are. She may get divorced again. Who knows? For me. Just kidding. That leads to the next question. We got some questions. We asked some questions on Instagram. And um, some of them were a little spicy that we're not going to go into. But the answer is no. (laughs) The answer is no. The answer is no. To all of them. To all of them. But I guess we could go with the first one that I pulled up. Is it not weird knowing you both slept with the same person and are always around each other? No sexual attention ever. If there's any sexual attention, it's between me and Shelby. Yeah. <laughs> Darren's, like, oh, probably the one that feels left out. He's probably sitting there like, damn. Must be nice. <laughs> I don't think it's weird at all. No. Um, maybe before when, like, we weren't friends, but it wasn't because of, like, a sexual thing. No. Never. I think it was just because we weren't and there was like hostility, but it was never, I just, that's not where my brain goes. No, I never, ever even think about that. There's like no part of me that's like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think about that ever. I think you and Darren are more like siblings. We are. We're like brother and sister. And that might sound weird, but it's not because we bicker at each other like brother and sister. And if I, you know, you don't, you don't choose your family, so it's kind of like the love I have for me is, like, stuck, you know? Just kidding. I do. But I also, I think lot. it's important to know, like, how long did you and Darren know each other before you got pregnant? So, only we had 
only for about four months when I found out I was pregnant. So that plays into it. Yeah, very. It, it wasn't like really a young. long relationship. It was not at all. Yeah. And if you ask any of my friends, Darren liked me way more than I liked him <laughs> until I got pregnant. And then that's where your memory, your your just emotions go crazy. So when I look back, I don't. We were never meant to be more than that. So there's no tension for me just because now we have a very different relationship and we're so close. And we have just a friendship. I value him as a person and a father to August. And, like, obviously, like, he brought Mallory into my life, and I love her. So it all worked out. It all worked out. Why didn't you like each other? What changed to make you be at that? I'll go first. I don't know if I should go first. <laughs> I – so Shelby and I knew of each other. Since, like, MySpace days. Yeah, back in So, the I think even, like, ninth grade. And she was always the cool girl. Always had cool photos of herself. Like, always had her MySpace just to the tease. So, she was always cool. We were never, like, friends. We just knew of each other. Yeah. And then, at least, that's how I remember it. Um, and then I got pregnant and had two kids and got married and that was it. And then I got divorced. And then you, later in life, got pregnant. Yeah, so I was 22. 22. Okay. And that was right whenever I was thinking of getting divorced. Um, and so I, like, remember seeing you on Facebook getting pregnant. Yeah. I remember seeing those things. Um, and then... I remember something on Twitter about Darren being a piece of shit. And I had a really bad relationship with my ex-husband at the time. It was it was very bad. And we were a lot on social media back and forth, him and I. Yeah. So I remember seeing stuff about you and your relationship. And I remember messaging you on Twitter and being like, hey, I'm sorry. He's a piece of shit. Like, it gets better. I have screenshots of this, by the way. And I didn't mean it. I know. I did mean it, but I also didn't know the other side of the story at all. I just, yeah. from that, and it was more like, oh, I've been there, like, from what I saw. That sucks. And then I went out to the bars and got wasted. And I went up to Darren, <laughs> and I didn't know him. Like, I did not know Darren. He didn't, he wasn't raised around here. The only reason I knew who he was was because of you. And I went up to him, and I was like, hey, don't you know who I am? And he was like, uh, no. And I was like, okay, cool. And then didn't talk to him the rest of the night. And then he messaged me on Facebook, like, the next day or something. And I didn't say anything back. I was like, oh, you didn't know who I was. You did. Yeah. And then I went out another, like, one or two weekends later, and he was out again. And you were at home with the newborn. The newborn. <laughs> and... We just started talking, and then I got his side of things, which were a little skewed. <laughs> Lies, if you will. And that's. And then I hated her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And don't worry, I took to Twitter and Facebook to be petty. Because those, those are the years. Yeah. I think, like, back in the day, like, I mean, it's, God, not even back in the day, but look at August now, he's six. So really, this is, like, 
like six years ago because he's over six now and this was when august was a new kid he He was was like six seven months old yeah he was yeah i think he was about six months old um so you know this was years ago back when it was i was not healed in any way shape or form i don't even think i started my healing journey until like three years ago fully and that's when we actually became closer yeah i think in the last two years is when we really got very close Mm -hmm. So, and then what changed to make us BFFs? What we healed, and yeah. Shelby moved in with Darren. <laughs> first things first. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's yeah. it. So I did move into Darren. This was in the middle of COVID. Um, my family, like, obviously I'm not going to say too much about it, but she just had to move in. Yeah, so I just had to move in with Darren because of, you know, life things circumstance and so I moved in with Darren for a while and Mallory wasn't living here at the time this is when we split up briefly and that brought us together because I was actually seeing somebody so I was and he visited because he was from out of the country so he visited and um Mallory like that was like an opportunity for us and I think in her in a way to see that it was not like that at all between me and Darren and to just like rest those insecurities that might have still been there. And then I remember one day, I think we were drinking. I think we were playing like room and we were drinking. And I remember I was, you were, we were laying upstairs on the floor and I just like had my head on your stomach. And I think we would just like really bonded. And I think yeah. that was when we were like, Oh, we're going to be friends. Mm-hmm. I think that it's was, about time. It's about time. Yeah. And I think we talked about it pretty recently too. Like we feel like we like missed out because we didn't open ourselves up to it as soon. Yep. Like, I feel like a lot, because the kids, like, everything, like, I love Madden Oakley, like, I love being, that we are such a family unit, I feel like we did, I do feel like I missed out on a few things just because we were stubborn. Yes, and we were just, I think more so me too, I was insecure, like, I mean, look at you, right? Look at you. An ex. Look at her. An ex. And also, I think I was very, from even the very beginning, Darren is a really good dad, and I was jealous of you having him as a baby daddy. Yeah. And so I think I took that jealousy and that resentment and put it on you. That had nothing to do with you. That was my internal. Yeah. But it's easier to look at that and blame it completely. Yeah. And that's what I did. I forgave him. I forgave him. We have both been not our best, so that's okay. That's what we're here to talk about, because most cases, co-parenting can be really ugly, especially in the beginning, and it took us years. It's not like we just, like, snapped our fingers and we're best friends and, like, put shit away. Like, it took a while. It wasn't always easy, you know? And actually, I don't know if we hated each other. I don't know if that's the right word for it, because I don't think I ever really hated you. I think I hated you. Yeah. I mean, you have maybe a little more right to hate you. But, like, now looking back, I don't feel any of that hate. Like, I don't – it feels like a distant – not even a memory. Like, it just doesn't – I don't know how to explain it, but I just can't process feeling that way about you because I just – there's no part of me that does. And there was just a part of me that was wounded and frustrated, and I think when you're navigating single motherhood on top of learning how to co-parent, like – all of well, these things. Young. And he was young. This was so it was fresh. You were nursing. And she moved yeah. in with Darren after like a month. So I was like 
How? Was, yeah. Yeah. So it, it was, was bad. It was hard for me yeah. to navigate that. It was. It was hard. So I. There were. You were stubborn. You were stubborn, but you worked through it. So. Do you get worried that your husband will cheat with her? No, I don't. I think he would be worried that we would get together <laughs> more than anything. Yeah, but he did just say before he left that he wouldn't care if we made out. He says he's been telling her to get a girlfriend. <laughs> he wishes. He wishes. Okay, next question. What difference have you seen in your kids' mental health as you've made the transition from unhealthy slash healthy co-parenting? And I think for my kids, especially because I was jumping in relationships, like I got divorced, I jumped into a relationship that was an engagement and ended, and it was a very quick move in together. The kids were young. That ended, and I was really heartbroken by that. And then I was single for about a year, and then I met Darren. And like she said, we I moved in, I think, two months after I hit my husband, which is insane. Like, now I'm like, girl, what is wrong with you? You I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> insane. And so I, the kids obviously suffered through that. And then Darren and I were back and forth for a while. And it was moving back in with my parents, and then it was getting our own place. And so they kind of had a lot of whiplash. And that was just on my side of things, not on their dad's side of things, too. So they struggled quite a bit. And then I feel like the shift changed. I mean, they've been a lot better this past year. They've been in therapy. But I think when we started getting better and there wasn't this weird energy or tension and you could be another parent figure to them. It just, it changed everything. Yeah. Like, okay, she's so funny. She jokes about it all the time. She's like, do you guys remember when you were enemies? <laughs> we do. Yes. They're like, what are you talking about? We've always been this way. <laughs> yeah. You have no idea. And I remember Madden, gosh, this was so right when Darren and Mel got married Madden asked me. He's this like, is so cute. He's like, so does this make you my stepmom then? And I just looked at him. I'm like, I will be whatever you want me to be. So if you want me to be a stepmom, that's what you can call me. He's just the sweetest. They're all so sweet. But I do think it's easier on the kids because yeah. we don't have to separate them as much either. We, I spend so much time here. or And so I think the holidays. Kids, yeah. Holidays aren't separated. Birthdays are all together. They don't have to experience... It's all one big family. It's just one home. You know, they don't have to experience so much separation from each other. And hostility. I think, yeah, I think it's huge. I think that's huge. Whether the kids knew what was going on or not, they can sense that and they can tell. They're so smart and so in tune yeah. that they can feel that. And so just knowing that things are good means they're good and they have a safe space. And they do. Yeah. Like, and I mean, I bond with the kids in my own way. Like, I'll take all three of them to the movies, yeah. and then I want to die because I'm carrying three ICs, a bunch of like, like six blankets because they have to have <laughs> yeah. But no, it's I think it's good for the kids. I think they've. I mean, they're getting to the ages where they fight and bicker, but that's because yeah. they're siblings. But I think overall that it's good for them, and it's been it's been almost like two years now. So I think that they are. They're, they're used to it. This is the norm for them. If it were different, I think they'd be more 
they would be hurt by it, I think, if it wasn't a video. Yeah. Even so, they do week on, week off. We still see each other all the time. Yeah. But even if I have the kids here and August is with Shelby, they'll be like, oh, August isn't staying with us tonight. Like, yeah. So they just, they get it and they respect it, but they still want to be together. And yeah. they get to be, which is really nice. Like, if August wants to stay here one night because the kids are doing stuff. Like, yeah, you'll come I know. Hey, yeah, I'll just come stay know. here yeah. until they go to bed and it's no different. It's great. So it's not really, sometimes it just doesn't even feel like 50-50. It just feels like we're just all in it together, and that's how it should be anyways. So, um, The hardest thing for me to accept about Mal at first. Hmm. See, I don't know. This is where it's hard for me because I think the things I didn't accept. I think to really go into, I would have to go into a little bit more of the backstory of my relationship with Darren and just the way that that was obviously not meant to be in any way or besides for August and what we dealt with now, but it was a very unhealthy relationship. It was not healthy at all. And so it was very constant downs. And I think as a new young mom, there was a lot of emotional stuff that I had a hard time working through. So for me, I think my hardest thing to accept about Mal had to do with Darren being a family man when it came to Mal. Because for me, it took him a while, and I think he would he would he would accept this part of things. Is like when August was first born, he was not ready to be a dad. He was not, and it took him a while. Like he loved August from the moment he was born. There's no denying that, but. He had a hard time letting go of his lifestyle at the time to be invested in parenting. And then our relationship was so terrible and toxic that it didn't make him want to try harder to be involved. But then Mallory came along and then he really didn't care and want to be more involved in August's life. And I think that was really hard for me to accept. It was the, that it, it wasn't me or August influencing in a way. It was because Mallory was like the family man, you know? And so I think that was what was hard for me to accept about him too at first, but it wasn't anything beyond that I don't think I think it was just the bigger picture of it all not necessarily and I guess I thought it was going to be a temporary thing I didn't know it was going to be as permanent as it is <laughs> so I was like I just did yeah. I, I thought it was going to be because it was it happened it so was fast. fast it happened we so fast so not smart about it but look at me now we're still stupid just kidding <laughs> just kidding we're still navigating but I yeah I think that was that was it for me just thought it was going to be a temporary thing so I was like why are you being fake <laughs> but he wasn't so <laughs> good news <laughs> turned out great thought you were wrong <laughs> um okay I got the same question I think the hardest thing kind of like what I said before again it wasn't really anything to do with you mm -hmm. it was I was jealous when you decided not to go to work decided just accidentally decided. you know like <laughs> yeah yeah like It had nothing to do with you. No. I was jealous of the fact that that didn't happen, and I upset him. Yeah. And to be fair, you didn't choose to get pregnant. Well, it was right. also an accident. It yes. just was with not Darren. Yeah. <laughs> so, I get it, but also don't put yourself down for that ever. But Right, and I'm in a very different, I was young. 
I was young and I was very insecure and I was searching for love in all the wrong places and searching for validation and just like meaning. I didn't really have a job or a career. I had my last relationship that I had been in was pretty, I mean, both of them were pretty toxic, but the one right before Garen was, you're not going to amount to anything. You don't have a career picked out. You're a gold digger, all these things. And then it's like, okay, well, who am I? Like what, you know, it was all these things into one where it's like, I'm going to not like, you know, I'm going to focus on other things because mm -hmm. I can't look within at all at this time. So I think I just was like, oh, Shelby's like, and now look at her. She just <laughs> makes really good money, has a career, knows look at herself me now. more. You know, I know we're growing. We're almost thirty. It's about time. I know, but hey, at least now. Hey, at least now. Look at us now. Um, how did you guys finally make amends? I would love to have a chill co-parent relationship with my baby daddy and his girlfriend, but it seems like it will never happen despite my efforts. I think this is a really good question because it brings up the point of that it does take all parties. Like it has to take baby daddy being, because I mean, there was a lot in the middle where I think that Darren liked having two women that could take his side in an instance and that we could be pit against each other yeah. to have his back. Not saying that he you know, did that, like, consciously, but I think, I don't think lot, it was, it wasn't, like, an intentional thing for him, but, but I it do, was, a, it, I do think it was a big thing, so, was, so we never got to a point where we could sit and have those conversations, it took us a long, we didn't talk about it, so we just, yeah. you know, I think if we had communication, if one of us would have reached out, yeah. if, I mean, I think that should have been me to reach out, especially coming into August's life, all these things, we did meet. We did meet for coffee when Darren and I very yeah. first started dating. And it spiraled after that, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, it like, started, there were just, like, yeah. hints of, hey, okay, we're good, and then it was just petty. I don't even know. Yeah. Just petty stuff that would. And I think that's kind of the norm with a lot of co-parenting relationships. And I mine wasn't because I ever wanted to be back with Darren. It was more because he it left in such horrible terms that it was, like, I was just bitter. I was angry and I took that out on every like on everyone around me instead of really just doing the deep dive and healing those parts about myself. But I think just to go back to the question, it really does come down to everyone wanting to do it. It can't just be you wanting to have a healthy relationship with them because they might be at home being like F this B, you know, like I don't they might be it's easy to stay in a toxic yes. space. It, it, it's very it's easy. And it's, no, it's the norm. And it's the norm. So it's it's normal to hate on your baby daddy or your baby mama or, like, the new girlfriend or the new boyfriend or whatever. It's easier to do that because that's where you're comfortable because you're mad that it didn't work out. But it doesn't have to be that way. Like, it really doesn't. There's so much that goes into parenting that as soon as I – you let those walls down and you open your heart to be able to do it together. It makes it that much easier. There's so much. I'm so grateful that Mallory can do for August that sometimes I don't have the emotional capacity for. And I think vice versa. Sometimes yeah. I'm really stern with her kids because <laughs> they be not listening and I can't handle that. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> and then they listen. Yeah. They like get it. So there's, there's different value that we can add in our kids' lives and each other's lives when 
we just genuinely need to help. I think the more you accept that, the better off everyone involved will be. But it takes everyone. It does. I also think the norm is, again, to not like each other, to not. It's always a baby daddy, baby mama has a negative connotation with that, I feel like. Where that's why we wanted to start this is because people can get there. Again, if all parties want to, it is possible. And maybe that's not being best friends. Like, we are very similar in a lot of ways. I think we always kind of were drawn to each other to be friends. We just had to go through a lot of shit along the way. But that doesn't mean that you have to be best friends. It, maybe it's starting with all going to dinner together or going to a park and just like being cordial. But I think the biggest thing for me was once I worked on myself and was like, okay, I don't need to blame everyone else for my things. That's when it was like, okay, yeah, I don't need to worry about any of this shit. Like I have more love to give. I want to give more love. I want to have that calm energy and space around me and my kids. And I, I to say this, I just genuinely needed now. <laughs> Same. It's, you don't realize it, but I think there's so much of us that, well, it's because we are similar, but there's so much pain that we've experienced that is similar. And then I think coming together was so, is, has been so beautiful for us because I, I would be lost without her, truthfully. I don't know what I would do without her. Yeah, same. I mean, I'd be broken. I, don't I'm, I am broken, but she puts me back together. Let's see. Are you skipping over this one? I'm trying to. <laughs> I mean, I can't. Oh, yeah. Okay. How did Mal and Darren meet? Was Shelby and Darren together at the time? Yes. No. <laughs> so... In Darren's world, we were not, but <laughs> clearly, no. So, this is where I think it goes back to us having a rough relationship where, you know, he's having a hard time letting go of the fact that I just had a baby and we're, it, he still wants a family. You guys had a home? With, yes, we had a home together. You mm -hmm. know, letting go of all of those things is... Especially when your son, your only child, is a baby, like tiny, teeny, tiny yeah. little baby. So, but we definitely had a really rocky relationship. So, I think in a lot of ways, it could have been Mal or it could have been any other girl. You know, it just happened to be Mal, which, and full circle moment where I'm glad it was because there were others. <laughs> but you, she stuck like you guys. <laughs> She's the winner, and I'm glad she is. I thought that they were not. Yeah, so to be fair, she didn't, he told her that we weren't. Yeah. I mean, I knew that there was stuff yeah. because of the Twitter. I mean, that was like three, four weeks earlier. I was sub-tweeting. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and good old days. Good old days. I don't even have Twitter anymore. Neither do I. <laughs> Look at us. Glad. Growth neither. But, so I like knew, obviously, that there was stuff, and you have just had a baby. I was also drunk a lot of that time. Like, yeah. I don't want to blame that, but I it's mean, a part of it. Like, I was, I was drinking a lot. And I can say that I've done quite a lot of dumb shit when I was drunk, so. Yeah. But yours had a purpose now, so yeah. it's okay. Everything happens for a reason. It does. 
Um, what do you value and respect about each other? What I really value and respect about Mallory um, is that she's just so thoughtful and kind and she would drop anything to be there for you in a moment of need. And not only is that very amazing of you and I love you and I just definitely know how much I need to, I'm, I'm somebody that isolates myself and I go into my like shell when I, you know, and that doesn't make me better. What makes me better is people pulling me in and making sure I feel loved and cared about. And she's really good about that. And just, she's an incredible mother. And to August, I, you know, she just, she loves him so deeply and you can see it and he loves her. And it's just, I tell him all the time, I'm like, you have two moms. Like that's, she's my, she's my POC, you know, or PIC. just you. 
him with joy. That's so beautiful. I think, but, and, you know, not to take away from how great I think she is, um, but I think that I've always wanted those spaces for myself, you know, I want, I want to show up even in my mess and still be like, this is just temporary and you are loved no matter what, so I think that the best way I can do that is to be that kind of person for everybody yeah, else. you are. And that's how everyone should be. Because we're not perfect people. I think all of us fuck up sometimes, you know? A lot. I fucked up a lot, to say the least, you know? I'm not this person because I didn't, you know, do some damage along the way. Like, got here somehow. Sad. We made it. Hard. <laughs> it's the sad, hard truth, but we're here now. Okay, I want to do this one. Um... Most embarrassing thing you've done. <laughs> I don't know if I want to like tell everybody my secret because what's so funny is if people listen to this, there's like two people in the world that know this. And it's one of my friends and her mom. And I think like her ex boyfriend. So this is when I was like, oh God. <laughs> okay, so when I was, so I, just to give you guys a little backstory, I'm I got tummy problems. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's some stomach issues. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I have the headaches. She has the stomach. So I, this was when I was young, and I my mom hadn't been diagnosed with celiac yet, so I didn't really know where my stomach issues stemmed from. I just knew like sometimes I was really at shit, like no control nothing so I was was tanning I went tanning with my mom I mean my friend's mom and my friend and so tanning was, like in a salon in a tanning salon yes and so and I like could not hold it guys like I could not hold the shit and I could not hold it it was so bad my stomach hurt so bad so I just was like okay well there's a garbage in there no <laughs> you did not to be fair I was like maybe 13 okay give me some give me some slack I think I was younger than 13 maybe why was I tanning throwing things Maybe I was thir- okay. I don't remember the exact age, but I think I, I went tanning when I was like thirteen or fourteen. I shit in the garbage can, and it was not the good kind. <laughs> it was bad. It smelled so bad, and I didn't know what to do. So I just like took the gar the bag out of it and <laughs> tied it up, and then I just like threw it in the closest garbage can out in the hall. Like that. Could find. What would you do? And um, so we left, and then her mom got a phone call. No. <laughs> and was like, hey, just like trying to figure out why there's a missing garbage can, like what happened, did my kids like stole something, it smells horrible. <laughs> and they had to shut down the shop for like 48 hours to like do like a Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to take this to my grave. <laughs> But no. They shut it down? Yes, that they shut it down. 48 hours. 48 hours. Because I shit in the garbage can. <laughs> you gotta call OSHA. No, no, that was called. I don't even know, but yeah, so I do have tummy problems, I feel you. <laughs> I don't have anything embarrassing. Like, I have no story like that. Yeah, so that's probably the most embarrassing that's ever happened. Embarrassing thing that's ever ha- I've ever done or has ever happened. Honestly, though, like, good job. They didn't have a bathroom there. I, I couldn't make it. <laughs> I couldn't make it to the bathroom. 
dude, I thought it was going to shit my pants. Like, I was like, it's in the garbage can or it's down my legs. Like, there were two options there. I can't believe they called. I know. They called. So did she and ask no, you? Did the mom ask you? She had my back. Like, I remember she was just like, we have no idea what you're talking about. And she just had my back. And I I don't know if she had some problems too, but she did. Mom, mom, moms, moms for the she, win. She made me feel, you know, she, I, yeah. So I wonder if my friend still remembers that. That's amazing. Yeah. So if you ever went to a tanning salon in Clinton that smelled like shit. (laughs) Anyways. I don't really know that. Yeah, mine was that's a great story. Yeah, I think that scarred me. I was like afraid to like go anywhere because I might shit myself. Can't even imagine shitting in a garbage can. Yeah. And they were like, you know how they have the little ones? I was like, <laughs> oh my god, it was so bad. It's like when you're pissed at your dog getting the shits. <laughs> Did you wipe? I feel like I must have. I had to. I hope I did. <laughs> That's kind of something that blocked out of my memory. Like, I gotta, okay, let me take some steps back. Let me go, like, figure out. Oh. I'm pretty sure I had to have found something to wipe it, yeah. right? Yeah, like, I don't remember. Sure it's been a while it's since we've tanning. Yeah, I don't believe in tanning. When I was young, I did, though. Okay. Is it true? Probably. Believe it. <laughs> um, one thing you can't survive without. Are we talking, like, practical or... So that's such a broad question yeah. because I can't live without shopping. I'm a shopaholic. We have a real bad addiction, problem. but I also think you know, like obviously, like you live, like you can't live without August or Mal, yes. or I could live without a full time job, but you know, I technically can't live without one. So, yeah. um, let's see. Let's do, let's, let's make it fun. Okay, so one thing you can't live without that's, like, unorthodox, like, you just, mushrooms. Not the cordyceps kind. No. I also agree with that. I do, um, I think they help, you know, make us happier people and tolerate this life a little better. Yeah, they just, I feel like, for me, they bring in, and I'm not talking, like, tripping balls. I've only done that one time. It was a little scary. I'm going to make her do it with me. Yeah. But just, I can be a pessimistic person naturally. And so I think when I take mushrooms, it's like, oh, no, life is beautiful and worth living. Yeah. And I agree with that. I think, I wouldn't, I think I try really hard not to be pessimistic. I think every day I'm like, okay gonna be you know I put a lot of effort into trying to be positive but I am a naturally I can't really control the chemistry in my brain that much and I don't believe in big farm and medication I'm I believe in natural medicine and you know energy work and different kinds of healing for those things I don't I've taken antidepressants I don't like the way they make me feel I don't like to be numb I'm a very emotional person but it's not always bad it's like some most most of the emotions that i feel on a daily basis i want to feel and i felt like 
every time I took antidepressants and things like that, it just took away from those. Oh, I was And I felt like a robot, and yeah. I just didn't like it. And so, you know, mushrooms and microdosing and, you know, natural medicine, I think, has made me a overall happier person. I wouldn't say that I don't struggle still heavily, but I do, which I do. But I think that they make it easier, and I do see more beauty because it expands your mind. It keeps you in an open plane, you know. It's And she has... You know, I like to do the big trips. Those are my favorites. So um, we'll get there someday we'll with Mal. I like just little small, like, oh, okay. And I think the reason why is I like to go to sleep. I hate something that's not allowing me to shut off whenever I want to. Yeah, and I think that's pretty normal. But I can pretty much just shut down whenever I need to. So, so I... Yeah, but I get that. I mean, there's obviously times when I'm laying there after a mini macrodose and you're like, God, I would love for this to just go to bed. But I think you just have to kind of meditate through those yeah. ones and then you calm down and, you know, it changes. It's very changing. But we'll do it. We'll get there. Report back. We'll report back. But, yeah, one thing we can't live without that is, like, just a material item that isn't like this. Something that helps us mentally. Because that is a good one that helps us mentally exist better. But what's something, like, material that we can't live without? NPS, <laughs> right now. She's a, yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> she spends. It's She's bad. Big it's bad. It's, yep. I don't need to go into it more other than I need help. <laughs> Shopaholics Anonymous. Start freezing your car. Well, I was you. super into thrifting, and I do love thrifting. So NPS is kind of like thrifting, it's new stuff, but I feel like as far as like costs and stuff, you're finding, you know, we find a lot of Urban Outfitters stuff there and things like that where it's, you know, pretty cheap and then you go to Savers and it's something that's not even Forever 21 Forever Twenty One, and you're like, why is this Same just price. as much as you would have bought it at Forever 21 for? So it's just different, you know, but pricing shopping. has changed. Shop, shopping. Shopping. Just, shopping. shopping just is, is a problem that I hard so that I can keep shopping. I don't know if I have, like, I'm trying to think of a material item that I can't live without. I know, mine was very generalized because I can't pick just one thing. I feel like a camera. I think I, I yeah. don't think I could live without my camera. You know? Every single envelope. I, so I think it's my camera for sure. But, yeah, that's about my shopping. We're bad. I'm like, buy it. <laughs> I never tell her not to. <laughs> we were sitting down here, we were talking about doing this podcast, and we are like, we're going to do it. She's like, should I buy a new Mac right now? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> She's like, okay, so two I grand did. later. <laughs> I know, my Ooh, bank yeah. called me like three times the this next is, day. They're like, this is unusual. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Don't it, no, it's not. It's very normal. <laughs> the norm for us. It is. I don't know if we have more questions, I don't but. Know if we, I mean, a lot of them. Um, we're kind of the same thing over and over again. There is one that um, we'll probably have to get into a little bit more. We'll see on here next time. Do you know what one I'm talking about? Yeah, so one of you um, asked if we've ever had the cops called or been arrested based off of something that happened in our relationship with you know Darren or whatever, vice versa. And we're not going to dive into that question right now, so I think we'll have to tune in for next week because I think that we'll 
We'll go all day into that. Yeah, we'll dive into it. We'll give you all the juicy details and of it all, really. And maybe some pictures to prove it. <sighs> She's doing that because it's not me, it's her. <laughs> Don't Google my mugshot. <laughs> Anyways. I you don't like, need to Google it. It'll be on the feed. <laughs> we're going to post it in a reel. Um, so you guys can bully me later. <laughs> but I don't really know if there's too much I want to touch on anymore on this no, one. I, I think, think this is We good... don't want to keep it too... We don't want to do the first one too long. We want to... We do have other questions that we got that we want to dive... Take the time to dive in a little bit deeper. I think yours and Darren's relationship... Yeah, is interesting. We should dive into that. Mine and his. We want to go over how we were raised, what went on. We have, I would say, pretty unique childhoods. Yeah, and I, at the same way. time, I I, I don't want to say mine's too unique. Too unique because I do know that there's so many kids that struggle with what I did, and you know, I think navigating becoming a parent of my own and learning how to be a gentle parent and I still have my triggers I still struggle I still get upset I'm still learning those things so I think it's gonna be good for us to kind of talk about you know who made us the way we are and how we didn't let it dictate who we've become yeah that makes sense so anyway thanks guys thank you bye see you next week <laughs>